When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nailed it. You get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. Round All right, starting the podcast roundup, uh, Janky Town, Omar brought up another strange thing that happened at a wedding. There was probably, at this point, 200 people on the dance floor, only like 50 people sitting down. 200 people, jam-packed, and all of a sudden, this drunk guy comes up to me. He's all like this, giving me the cut sign like this, and I'm like thinking, oh, so oh. I'm, I'm thinking there's an emergency or oh, like no. something, like he's like, totally caught me off guard because I'm having a pretty good set, and I'm like really trying to read the crowd, and I look in the crowd, and I don't notice anything. And he's like, cut it, cut it, like that. And then, and I'm like, wait, what, what do you want from me? And then he finally, he's like, I'm going to propose, bro. <laughs> you know? Oh, no. <laughs> so propose like, what, dick? <laughs> like, you propose to <laughs> no. keep going? Or what the fuck, dude? Like, he what me, are you going to propose? <laughs> he showed me the ring. He showed me the ring. He's like, I'm going to propose, bro. <laughs> you should have turned him down there. You just said no. Nah. <laughs> no thank you. I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> nah, I'm fun. good, yeah. I'm married. Thank you, though. I appreciate so, so it. So this guy has me completely turn off the music and he's uh three sheets to the wind he hops down on one knee and then i i feel compelled man that lawnmower is crazy <laughs> crazy loud this, this is that you it's really loud today yeah yeah, yeah. No, no worries no worries, no worries. <laughs> tell um, oscar i say hello yeah <laughs> so uh yeah so some dude proposed at a wedding that he was djing and he didn't tell omar he didn't tell the bride he didn't tell anybody no, kind of stealing focus from the bride and groom. That seems important to me. Yeah, Major totally party foul. Yeah, they've had this reaction. Did you tell him, bro? This isn't a Marvel post credit scene, dude. You don't need to like keep like what's next. No, no, no. Just stop. This is it, man. This is their party. No, I let mean, them live. In that situation, my hands are a little tied. Yeah, I, I what? Kind of get... His hands are tied by whom? Like this random person who's not even paying him? As a musician that's done a lot of weddings. Your hands are tied by the guests. If the guests come up to you and say a bunch of stuff, unless the bride and groom has said, no, don't pay attention to them, you kind of follow what the guests want. It's, mm. it's, it's tough. I've had to play so many songs that we didn't know just because some drunk guy was like, I want to I wanna hear this song. And, and we've had to stop set. Weddings I get tough. song choices, but like proposal is a whole, is a whole nother level. Like, we, the, oof. We've had I didn't sets. know there was some code where the DJ has to do what you say. This is great news. Next wedding I'm at. <laughs> I mean, no. your money, dude. I mean, it's it's tough because I, I've had sets cut off because they want to make a special toast. You know, they wanted to change things around. So people come up and say the bride wants to do this now. And then the bride's nowhere to be found. I've seen fights at weddings. Weddings were always fun. <laughs> All right, moving on. Kevin and Sluggo, they brought up the Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher thing again, where they don't bathe. And, um, Ashton Kutcher 
was doing commentary at a game. So I'll play a little bit of them talking about the whole scenario and then the game. Here's the thing, Ashton Kutcher added. If you can see the dirt on them, clean them. Otherwise, there's no point. I'd like to suggest smell. Yes. I'd like to suggest that's a point. And germs. And germs, sure. Maybe, but, you know. But smell. Yes. Mainly. Yeah. So Ashton Kutcher was doing uh, the college pregame on Saturday. Uh-huh. And he was picking different teams over different teams, and there's always a whole bunch of college students, college students right behind him. Sure, okay. They're holding signs and right. they're trying to get on TV right. and they're doing everything they can. Right. And, and they're like, "Who's this guy?" And he, <laughs> oh no, they know who oh, he okay. is because while he was trying to promote his charity wine, I think it is. Uh-huh. It sounds like from this, uh, the crowd starts chanting, "Take a shower." <laughs> da, 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 da. And he starts pretty strong, but then he gets distracted because he's trying to ignore the fans chanting, take a so shower. The, the, the odors are just wafting probably, back to yes. them. Yeah. Maybe they didn't even read the story. They just knew. The, <laughs> oh, this dude stinks. <laughs> Man. I'm working on a, a new charity project right now. It's called Outside Wine. Just um, how loud they are. The whole idea is... At the end of the day, like we can look at the the data. And no, when you start getting into what at the end of the yes, day, you're yes. like you're you're trying to save. You're walking right into Kevin territory there. <laughs> Whole bunch of shouts about taking the shower, and uh, I support it. Yeah, uh, I would have shouted that too if I was there. Yeah, especially if it's wafting back to them. And and the way it came out, it was kind of like Mila Kunis. I think she grew up like in Hungary or Czechoslovakia or something. Yeah. So maybe they didn't have running water, or whatever. But I think they're doing it maybe for a little bit of sensationalism in the sense where oh, I don't shower ever i just use a washcloth from time to time uh, you're gonna take a shower you know i think it's there's a little bit of attention there it, it is and and um it's really nice to see the crowd just giving it back to him <laughs> right yeah moving on ali had an epic tale of, of a great main adventure where she ate a lobster roll story was about 40 minutes long and it had everything laughter cry sad and in true bean fashion he had no time for it they only let a certain amount on that back deck you have to have ordered they will bring the food down to you blah 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 great now jump in with a question please is all of this part necessary this setup necessary to you ordered a lobster roll and ate it no, we can edit it out. <laughs> just seems like an awful lot of buildup because really I thought you were just going to say, hey, redeemed your certificate, pretty good meal, and then we'd move on. But no, it sounds like there's more. <laughs> All right, so we got the details of what time you got there, how long you were in line. There's no more. What happened? There was no need for I mean, why, why so much detail? I mean, it's a, it's turned into a filibuster. I just, I, I'm trying to track the story. I was I feel, wearing comfortable shoes, not Crocs, right? but comfortable shoes nonetheless. I keep thinking all of these details are going to come into play later on because you're going to say, there's going to be a turning point in the story. You're going to go, aha, now, remember the umbrella that I told you about? A guy just got stabbed with it in front of me. This is what I'm expecting, to, how the story is going to go. But so far, no. But I'm, I'm still hanging in there. So, yeah, Bean had no time for her story. It just went on forever. And it was pretty awesome. Bean used to have no time for callers who couldn't tell stories. Now he has no time for co-hosts that can't tell stories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to the Ralph report, they did one of my favorite bits, mean exit surveys. And it was pretty standard, like this. Can't take much more of Eddie. You and me both, pal. Imagine how I feel. And then, of wow. course, uh, conversely, Ralph's become insufferable. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say you're wrong there either. <laughs> But then it kind of started taking a weird turn with emails like this. The show had some funny parts, but I think what's really killing it is, Ralph, I don't agree with your views on the government and this vaccine business. 
Eddie's in the same boat. I guess you guys are two chingon Hollywood people. Chingon Hollywood people. Was this Rudy? Is this Rudy writing an email? No. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. There's been a lot of hate this week with the Ralph Report and Eddie and Steve and everything. It's been weird. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, they, there was a bunch of tweets to Steve, not yeah. wanting him there. Yeah, fuck those guys. What, Steve Rudy. Aston? Yeah. Yeah. Steve took a break and then he came back Wednesday and everybody and not everybody, a bunch of idiots were tweeting how they didn't want him there. So fuck those guys. Murder. Fuck those guys. Took care of them. And then this last call was weird because it was both bashing Ralph for being far right and far left. I don't like the far left wing politics is a different person. Okay. Um, I love how you'll make fun of people on the right, but you don't call out the left for their things like the female penis or men's with periods. I don't know. What I haven't heard is. about any of those. I don't know those either. Those, I'm are, assuming it must be some transgender sort of issues or oh, something. Well, that's okay. All right. Uh, where is the outrage about a man who was naked at a spa with little girls? Again, where, where was that? I, I don't know. I don't remember talking about that story, but apparently this person. Has I wouldn't trouble. support it. In but any here's way. the here's the kicker, which okay. is the reason I backed this one up from the other one. Okay. Also, the fact that Ralph is anti-vax is a huge turnoff. You're anti-vax? Yes. He wow. said he won't let his kid get vaccinated, even though he rags on people all the time to get the shot. Well, your kid's too young to get vaccinated. Yeah, she's 11, so she's not able well, to I remember that the conversation, all you said was you would you would put some thought into it before you did it. Yes, which I, is I said it made, I was much more comfortable getting the shot myself. Right, than giving it to your kid. I was. I had some reservations with the kid only because she's my kid, and I, and I worry more about her than I do right. myself. Right, and she's that still a year point. away from getting it. Yes, exactly. Um... Also, I hate the lack of diversity in your shows, too. Three white guys? What is this, the 70s? You should fire Eddie and hire a black guy in his place. Okay. So on one, on one side, I am too <laughs> left-wing, and then this person says far left-wing politics drove them away, right. but they want me to fire you and hire a black person for diversity. For diversity. Sake. Yes. Okay. All right. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, so very, very strange emails this time around on the uh, mean exit surveys. Uh, moving on, on Born to be Alive, it was John Hendrix's birthday. This day in 1921, John Hendrix was born. He became a famous jazz singer along with his friends Lambert and Ross. Anybody know why John Hendrix is important to the yes. Kevin and Bean universe? Yes. Famous for one of the uh, great Halloween songs of all time. <laughs> Halloween spooks outside my window. Halloween spooks behind the tree. I wish that the children could see, but I can't find them for the life of me. And there's Halloween spooks outside my window pane. That's so great hearing some Halloween spooks on the Ralph Report. I don't think Bean mentioned that. I'm stunned. Oh, he's played it a little bit, but they said it's, oh, but it's September. Death, or the birth, whatever it was. The his Yeah, his birthday. Well, Bean would have a party. Oh, yeah. Well, I got a question. Is uh -huh. the the next Olympics? I believe it's a Winter Olympics. Is that in Beijing? I'm only asking. Because in two two thousand eight, it was. Uh -huh. But my boyfriend mentioned it the other day. So in two thousand eight, it was in Beijing. So Omar already has the jingle for the Beijing Olympic Games spook song. Yes, it is Beijing. Okay. <laughs> and it's next year. It's in like. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty two. So we get to play that one. 
<laughs> Dan is planning ahead. All right. The next part of the podcast roundup is all ball talk. Ball talk. Balls, 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 balls. The first ball story is, of course, the Baldo. I gotta tell you, Baldo Mania is sweeping the Garmy. I haven't seen a reaction like this to something we've done on the show since perhaps the testicuzzi. The testicuzzi, yes. yeah. Yes. People are obsessed with the Baldo now. That's all they want to hear about. That's all they want to talk about. It's Baldo this, Baldo that. Baldo, 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 The Baldos are here. That's the lovely John Cooperman with the lovely Baldo song. When he said that, I'm like, I didn't understand what he was saying. I guess I hadn't had my coffee yet. So I looked it up. Baldo is also a video game. It's called Baldo and the Guardian Owls. So all I could think of is some kid trying to find his video game and finding what Ralph's talking about. Really scared me. <laughs> That's pretty scary. Uh, on the Ralph report, they talked about Nicki Minaj and Ballgate. Well, here we are in day four of Ballgate. People still talking about Nicki Minaj's Ugh. Trinidadian cousin's friend and the fact that his balls swelled up and he got impotent. When he was uh, jabbed with the vaccine. Right, right. Nikki now saying that the White House has invited her to attend the White House so they can talk about this issue. Okay. She said on social media this week, I think it's a step in the right direction. Yes, I'm going. I'll be dressed in all pink like Legally Blonde so they know I mean business. What? I'll ask questions on behalf of the people who oh, have been God. made fun of for simply being human. Ballgate day three, she wrote. Jesus well, it turns out that Nicki Minaj can't quite get any facts straight. <laughs> According to uh, Jen Psaki, the uh, press secretary for yeah. the president, they did call Nicki Minaj's people to invite her to have a phone conversation with a medical professional from the CDC so that they could answer any questions right. she has about the vaccine. Isn't the definition of... A fact that isn't true, one that leads with my friend's cousin. I mean, isn't that where everything that is not sourced starts? My friend's cousin. Absolutely. It made me think of the clip from summer school when she's like, my cousin's best friend's uncle's daughter. Like, that's how she started a story. It's ridiculous. And... The responses to this, mostly, you know, from the doctors and whatnot that were like, "Uh, that doesn't happen. That's not possible. But other people like Rob Delaney sending a picture with a man with a machine gun, a sheep and Rob with a thumbs up. And it just (laughs) says, Nikki, I'm double vaxxed. And now I get harder than ever. Thank you, Rob, for that. (laughs) James Gunn, my friend in Chicago had eggs for breakfast, then got in a car accident on the way to work. So don't eat eggs because they cause. car accidents a woman with the name steve harvey's old wig i took the vaccine and now my areolas are big as the moon what do i do now what rosa said my grandpa died from covid before the vaccine was available but boy did he go out with a great set of balls so i totally get it so that's the podcast roundup and that's all ball talk Ball talk. Balls, 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 bal
This one's a little long, but it's funny. This is right. Kevin. He's ex- 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 exasperated. <laughs> the favorite Kevin. And in uh, other musical notes, I want to mention again that tonight on Comedy Central's The Colbert Report, Rush will be performing. Rush! Rush! Do you like anyone from the last 20 years? Rush! Does it have to be 1960? Rush! 70, whenever it was. If I keep doing this, do you think there's, mm. there's a chance that some help. audio might be played that I asked for? <laughs> I was waiting for that. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> know I had it. Rush! <laughs> I thought that was a pretty obvious out cue. Rush! Yeah, he's that pointing at me because annoying. it was like a... Yeah, like he was burning me with it <laughs> yeah. or something. I'll do it again. Rush! I didn't feel that one again. <laughs> Rush! Yeah, come on! There it is. All right, what else you got? Come on! How great is that drum solo? Neil Peart, everybody. Neil Peart! That's a pretty good drum solo. Neil Peart! <laughs> really? Of course, what I'll do uh, later on to go on to invent the, uh, the wash-and-go uh, shampoo and conditioner. No, Pert, that's yeah. a different different okay. part. Not the same uh, guy. <laughs> Ralph, I don't know if this uh, lister is uh, telling the truth or not, but here's her story. Uh, Carrie uh, writes in, you guys were talking about why Rush is going to be on the Colbert Report show tonight on Comedy Central. You didn't get why they were on. Here's the connection. My fiancé is their biggest fan. He says that they're on the show because apparently they hate Rush Limbaugh, and they always talk about it. They This is how she writes it now. They didn't want people to think they were talking about Rush the band. So... That's why they're going on the Colbert Report because people are oh because Stephen Colbert always talks poorly about Rush. He always slams Rush. That's oh, what she's see. trying to say here. Okay, oh, I got gotcha. you. Oh, meaning anyone to apologize? Meaning I don't mean Rush the band. So in order to this make demands, he's going to have them on their show. I got gotcha. now it makes crystal clear sense as to why they're appearing on the program. Once again, I don't look in. that gift horse in the mouth. I just yeah. sit back and relax and enjoy the magic that is Rush. I'd like to say that the other Rush that the <laughs> other uh, <laughs> no, no. I'd like to say that the other twenty. Uh, four minutes is fantastic. You don't even need Rush. Oh. That's what I'd like to say. Okay. Don't but even it need is that cool, band. as Ralph said last hour, they haven't played live on yeah. television or played on a television show in America since 1975. Right. So it's a little bit of a That's rare treat for rock fans. perhaps we should be moving on. They haven't but performed since 75. On so TV. This is, but so this is a rare this treat. Is special. 33 years ago. Can't yeah. you people like anything that's out now? Can I like now and then? No. <laughs> I have to choose one or the yes. other. Yes. That's a great TV show. But just because they're doing a song from 1981 doesn't mean it's not still a good song and that they're not still excellent musicians, oh, Kevin. It still can be a very God. entertaining performance. I need to work with anyone that appreciates anything after 1980. All right, let me... All we do and all we play on this show is talk about musicians that have songs currently out now playing on K-Rock. As it should be. So every once in a while, a small mention of a band that is part of musical history... I would say that's not a small mention. Isn't so... Well, it would have been less small if I didn't have to point at you 20 times to get you to play the No one told me I had it. Nobody told me I didn't even have it. It's not my job, it's his job. (laughs) But Kevin, how is this any different than you getting excited over seeing Prince and how great a musician he is? How much time have I which are from talking the 80s. about Prince. I've heard but you, you on several occasions talk about how great he is, how entertaining yeah, he is, you know how, how today that... he's as good as he's ever yes. been. And you know how long that comment takes? About four seconds! <laughs> well, somebody... And then we move on and talk about well, other things! Somebody probably played your tape sooner. That's why you only <laughs> had four seconds to spend on it. Kids, kids, you're both but... just awful. <laughs> 
but if Prince were on TV tonight performing, I it would still be interesting. It. I would not mention it. Well, then you'd be doing your audience because a service that may like to Prince. a super small group of people who don't deserve love. God, you a-holes. <laughs> Why do you That's hate? I don't like anything before 80. You guys don't like anything after 80. I need new partners. I need new partners. Don't tempt us. I know. Yeah. Try to find someone who work with you, by the way. Good luck right. with that search. I'm happy the way things are. No, go find someone. <laughs> Your wife couldn't get out of the studio fast enough after doing one segment with you. Yeah! There it is. That is pretty, pretty darn good. you got to admit. Best air drum song in the world. Attack. It did. It looked like you were having a spasm. Ralph was air drumming. That's why I roll, man. That is how you roll. <laughs> That's embarrassing. I agree with Kevin wholeheartedly. What? Yes. Don't we it's have Rush. a Rush fan? Is, isn't it you, Jen? Yes. Kevin Stockdale. He talked yes. about Rush Stockdale, last week. okay. Yeah. I, I agree with Kevin. I only know that song because of the video game rock band. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, That's awesome. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to do another clip. It's a little bit shorter. God, she's hot. Playboy hot. By the way, did you see the interview where she said uh, what her her dream project would be? No. No. Megan Fox said that she would like to shoot an entire film in the nude. Well, uh, who are we to deny her dreams? She said no one makes films like that anymore. In the 30s, they used to do things like that, experimental films in artsy ways using nudity. I would like to make a film like that. We would also like her to do that. I think we need some sort of fundraiser yes. where we put together a budget and we green light whatever project she wants hey, to do. Hey, we're making a porn. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to be naked? Megan, you're going to be naked the entire movie in our movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would do everything to her. I would wreck that chick. Of course, you got to do then, things, but... Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, why, though, does she wear those pasties in the uh, the scenes we've seen from Jennifer's body? If she prefers to be nude, why cover those up? Dude, I don't know. I wonder. <laughs> Again, Again, Bean, the man who asks questions, <laughs> that, questions can't be that can't be answered. <laughs> well, you've got an actress who says she loves working How in the nude. How would you think I would possibly have an answer for you? Perhaps I've bought into the hype that you are some sort of showbiz savant and you oh, know stuff that we regular people don't. You are the only person who thinks that. Everyone else knows <laughs> I just read tabloid stories for a few laughs. That's Everyone true. knows that. That is true. I thought you might know something. That's all. You're pretty plugged in, I don't Ralph. believe for a minute that you I actually did. thought I would have the answer. I think I you thought... just like to put those questions out there no, and I be thought... you. You might know something more about Jennifer's body than I do and say, well, Bean, it's rated PG-13. That's why she can't be nude or something. I I, I just thought there might be more information I'm, there that I'm, I had I'm, missed. I'm unique because I ask questions that have no answers. <laughs> Look at me. Look how smart. Look how big my brain is. I'm going to ask it's, a question that Ralph has no idea. It's the opposite. It's how small my brain is because I ask questions because I don't know the answers to things. Talk about curious. a momentum killer right there. Good old Bean. Yeah. And it start, starts to roll into longer. There's other ones where they keep referring back to being in this question. Ask, ask. Hey, uh, I loved Batman Begins. A lot of people did. A lot of people thought the Christopher Nolan movie from a couple of years ago was the best of all the Batman movies. That's what I thought. People, people are raving about the new one that opens up tomorrow night at midnight. They're saying that this one's even better, if you can believe it. But my concern is, Kevin, and maybe you remember this from the first movie, too, is that Christian Bale talks like a normal person when he's Bruce Wayne. Right. But then when he's Batman... Like, the suit's not enough to hide his identity. It almost seems like he's putting on a completely different voice. And 
sometimes you can't even make out what he's saying anymore. It seemed to increase, too, throughout <laughs> the movie. Yeah. Like, at first he was talking like a normal person, but he was going, Yeah, my name is Batman. But then it started getting lower and lower. And near the end, I have a clip from the first, from Batman Begins. And uh, this is really what he sounded like. We don't slow it down or change it or anything. I think he just doesn't want people to know he's Bruce Wayne, so he uses this voice. Okay. But it's a little scary. We need Lao back. But the Chinese won't extradite a national under any circumstance. Right here. If I get him to you, can you get him to talk? I'll get him to sing. If I get him to you, Jeez. will you get him to talk? Oh, it's is he out of Sopranos or something? <laughs> I don't know what happened. What's going on? Well, we thought we'd find out from the man who made Batman what he is today. And, of course, we're talking about the great actor Christian Bale, who joins us on the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock right now. Good morning, Christian. Good morning, Kevin and Bean. How are you? We are good. Well, we're, we're doing great. We couldn't be more excited. And you must be, too, with all the early reviews being so positive for The Dark Knight. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Do you, now, are you talking that clip, like... That clip you played is actually from The Dark Knight, the new film. That's what I meant. Yes. Yeah. Um, no one told me that. Now, um, <laughs> Rush, are you in this... Uh, are, do you use this voice full-time now, or what's your story? I find when I'm doing press for the film, I stay in character. I see. And so, yes, I am Batman. Are you worried that certain people are not going to be able to understand what you're saying if you put that voice on a little too much? No. Okay. I don't... I don't hear that at all okay it's not a problem no okay it, it, lisa made a point it sounds like it's painful to talk like that is it actually yes it's very painful <laughs> <laughs> but i don't mind suffering from my art oh, okay okay. Mm-hmm. okay but you're not filming a batman right now we know that you're an actor and you're a good one at that why can't you just talk like christian bale because then we wouldn't have a bit <laughs> that's true <laughs> okay <laughs> this, this being with- based around the idea that he talks really funny. Right. <laughs> so if he's not talking funny, what, what the talk. hell are you doing? There's no bit. Why would you even ask that question? <laughs> I thought maybe it Christian like Larry B- King. <laughs> he's terrific. <laughs> he's terrific. <laughs> oh, you're talking about your co-star Heath Ledger now. <laughs> the reason I talk like this yes. is because Batman needs to instill fear into criminals. Ah, so it's theatrical. Criminals are a cowardly, superstitious lot. Right. And so uh, when I appear in my guise as Batman, mm-hmm. this voice also puts the fear of God into them. So it scares them just voice alone. That's right. I got you. That makes sense. I see. So when I talk uh, to Commissioner Gordon, he needs to know that I'm serious. Yeah, oh, of course. You do yes. sound serious. I yeah. do sound serious, yeah. yes. <laughs> Is there ever any danger? Are you ever worried as Batman that people are going to realize your secret? that's your secret identity and you're really Bruce Wayne? No. no I have no fear of that because when I talk like this, no one thinks I'm Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's very different. You're right about that. There's no way you could identify this as Bruce Wayne. Well, no, is, especially not now. Are you changing? Yeah. Like, are you talking more like Batman? No, I think there's something wrong with my throat. Oh, no. Oh, this is it getting sound... stuck? My mother always told me if I talked like this someday, it would stick. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Wow. Right. Oh. oh, no, this is a problem. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be very, very problematic. You probably have some more interviews to do. <laughs> Uh oh. Yeah, oh, no. Oh, crap. Yeah. Oh, no. Now, now I got a problem. Yeah, it sounds. That this might, is going to be bad. You might need a doctor. I'm going to need some help. You need a throat doctor. Yeah. So. This is a mess. Average. Yeah. This thing never gets old. It doesn't to me, I'll tell you that. I can do this all day. I'm Batman. <laughs> Why don't you just talk like Christian Bale? <laughs> Screw you, baby. <laughs> oh, that's great. At least he didn't throw uh, up at the end. Uh, so those are the clips that don't need any introduction. But going back to Christian Bale, I used to always notice that he his voice got worse each movie. 
So by the last one, by the Dark Knight Rises, he was just, you couldn't understand anything he said. He just was Scooby-Doo. All right, moving on to the week that was. Press the button. Ed wins. Send me back into time. One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Week that was. You're muted. You're muted. Okay, we're doing the week that was, September 13 to 17. The big deal that week was that they had a breakfast with Linkin Park. Now, as a K-Rock fan, of course, we've all heard Linkin Park, what, a billion times. But I was struck, I listened to the show anyway, and I was struck I had forgotten what a good singer Chester is. So I'm just going to play this clip when he played live. We're doing breakfast with Linkin Park right here on the Kevin and Bean Show. I thought they sounded really good that day. Like I said, we've heard that many times, but listening to them do it live, it, it really affected me for some reason. We got any Linkin Park fans in the audience? Not yeah. die hard, but that was a fun clip to listen to. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah they were really I good. I always liked them. It's funny, we were just talking to Lisa, and the fun thing about listening to old shows is that you'll come across something, you're not expecting it, and it was a famous thing. So let's just play. This was one of Lisa May's great moments with. They put up a Craigslist ad. Really? That's a for $750,000, they will name their child after your corporation. Your corporation will be presented to thousands of potential customers every month as our baby grows and is signed up for scouts, called on in classrooms, and mentioned in pediatrician offices. People don't use their middle name. People never use their middle name. Unless you're a serial killer then they use your middle name and you don't want it used our list of hopefuls includes sony saab JetBlue, converse hot pocket gibson and ludwig we're musicians hot pocket (laughs) way funnier if they offer up the first name name. i speak drunk Like I said, that's what's fun about listening to old shows. Something just comes up out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, my God, that's where that came from. So for years afterwards, that was a classic moment with Lisa. Now, in 2010, there was a big concert. It was called Epicenter 2010. So I'm going to read the lineup because they played one of the hardest games in the world where they played uh, the bands backwards. So here's the bands. Eminem, Kiss. Can you believe Kiss was playing? Bush, Papa Roach, Blink-182, Rise Against, 30 Seconds to Mars, Bad Religion. So, pretty good concert. So, they played the hardest game in the world. Now, 
I'm just going to play this. Let's, Lindsay, you're first. I'm going to play the beginning of the game. Hi. Are you ready for your act? Um, yes, I am. There you go. Good luck. Say. <laughs> this is kind of easy, I think, but here we go. Say. Is that Bush? Oh, so close. Is it Kiss? Kiss. Oh, yes, it damn was it. Easier, wasn't it? Okay, good, because I'm listening to this, and I didn't get it. I'm like, what's wrong with me? It's a one-syllable word. Okay, let's try the next one. Uh, Jen, this is going to be you. Hey, guys. Lisa me. Hello. Here is your uh, band or act backwards. Good luck. Shup. <laughs> one more time. More. Shup. Jen, unmute. Uh, Bush? That's not uh, fair. <laughs> 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 uh. Oh, oh, come on! Brian. Oh, I got Brian. Don't let us down, Brian. Come on, Brian. <laughs> One more time. No! no! You dummy! You get it twice. That's all we can do. You are so dumb, for real. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got to guess. Uh... Bush. Come on! Come on, it was Shub! It was Shub! It was Shub! Shub! Come on, Brian! Shub! Yeah, I felt bad that day. I'm like, these are one-syllable words. They almost sound the same backwards as forwards. So I don't know what was wrong with me that day. Anyway, <laughs> Kiss and Bush was were the answers. Now, I think Kevin may have been staying up playing poker late this week. Because I was listening to the Thursday show, and he made so many screw-ups in like 20 minutes. I'm just going to play them back to back to back. Okay, first off, they had Mark Hoppus from Blink-182, and he was starting a uh, TV show. 4 o'clock yeah. Pacific, 7 o'clock Eastern on Fuse. It is Mark Hoppus. It's called A Different Spin, and uh, you should watch it. And Mark, we're looking forward to uh, seeing you at Epicenter. Oh, yeah, that little Epicenter show we're playing. That little show on the 26th. You're going to be there on the Saturday night with Rise Against and 30 Seconds to Mars and Bad Religion. That's going to be a great show. It's going to be awesome. And that marks the last live performance before uh, we lock ourselves in the studio and come out with new music. Oh, fantastic. That's the last one we're doing. It's for you guys because we love you. Did I say Saturday? I meant Sunday. You're Sunday. We're playing playing Sunday. Eminem and Kiss are on Saturday. Correct, yes. Um, I can coach you through this stuff if you need it. Thanks. I really do need it. (laughs) So I like him busting him on that. Okay, now, right after that, they do a bit with Roland. And listen to Kevin knock it out of the park again. I think it was yesterday Ralph was talking about this uh, Star Trek cruise. <laughs> and it, so- it sounded like, hello? It sounded like, hello? It really? sounded like the worst thing I've ever heard. I'm glad you brought that up. Roland? Yes? <laughs> what's, uh, how did you, what's going on? I am asking, what? <laughs> That's a good question. I stand by it. (laughs) So once again, I think Kevin played poker the night before or something. Okay, now about 10 minutes after that, Jay Moore was on. He was trying to tell a story about getting acupuncture treatments for fertility, but they kept dropping like every other word. I would not have started the sent the story had I not been able to deliver it. We'll the put end. the unedited version up online. I don't know the edited version. Is you drunk? And by the way, did you hear how drunk? Real? You dumped that again? Yes. <laughs> now Jay Moore busted him. Uh, Mark Hoppus busted him before. Now it's Jay Moore's turn. Uh, celebrity birthday that day was BB King. Now I bet you guys know BB King had a famous guitar. But let's see if Kevin knew. Know his guitar's name, Kevin? Yes. Pop quiz. Pop quiz. You know his guitar's Vanessa name legendarily? Sarah Shelley. 
It's an S name. Yes, it is. Come Luce, on, Lucille. If I get this. Oh, shoot, it's an L. It's an L name, All right, Lucille. <laughs> he had this. <laughs> right. it has an S Maybe sound it's not in an it. S. All right. So Kevin on fire that week. <laughs> I should have let him keep going. I know. S- slippy, slappy. Samsonite. Like I said, this is why I like to listen to old shows. I didn't know this was going to pop up, that Kevin would be on fire that day. So that whole show was fantastic. Okay, to close out, they did a story about Katy Perry. She went to her high school reunion. Apparently she performed for the crowd. I have some audio of her uh, singing, if, you, if you'd like that, her performing at the high school. Do you now? Yeah, would you like to hear I it? cannot wait. Uh-huh. I don't recognize this song. Maybe it's California Girl. Yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. So you remember last week, that's when they discovered that Yoko Ono clip, and they started doing one of my favorite gags. I got a clip of that song. I'm playing something totally unrelated. So that's the week that was, September 13 to 17, 2010. Back to you, Steve. Oh, guys, before we move on, I did kind of want to mention on Ralph's TV Tuesday, he did Family Guy. Can you believe they never did that before? No, I couldn't. Oh, uh, interesting. I was stunned. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what season I... is Family Guy on now? 30, 20. Really well, they were long. off a couple years, remember? Yeah. Yeah, but not that many. I mean, it's like, in Simpsons territory, that. surely, by now. There's our research staff, in other words, known as Jen. Are you looking at that, Jen? I was surprised to hear that it wasn't a full orchestra because I had always heard that they do the show with a full orchestra, yeah, but it's just too. Yeah, they so sometimes one... do. Well, yeah, or like they... numbers, not like a full. They they just said that when they started the pilot, they did it with the guy who composed and arranged the music, and he just got a couple of music friends to play all the parts. So they're all oh, live yeah. instruments, but the whole uh, saxophone section is basically one guy. Yeah, they just overlaid it, right? Uh, yeah, just a whole bunch of overlay. Yeah, they said Walter Murphy is the guy that wrote it. Yeah. And they said him and Seth MacFarlane, they, they told him, hey, meet with this guy. You got to write a song. And they did. And Walter Murphy wrote A Fifth of Beethoven, which is on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Yeah. That was an amazing story. I could not believe that. Seth <laughs> MacFarlane is such a no, such a fascinating individual. He's, he's like he's... a renaissance man. He can do a little yeah. It's one thing if you just do that number of voices, but like his like musical nerdiness. And then he does like a carpool karaoke with Ariana Grande. Like he's just such a random person. I love it. Yeah, he, he definitely is. All right. What's the next segment? Because uh, we finished um, there, with the round of- there are 19 seasons of the Family Guy. You family know. Guy's in college. Okay, let me just do one thing real quick. This was from from Cup of Tea. They did a, a quiz about MTV because it's 40 years since they started. So let me just do this question and see if we get the answer. Which NASA astronaut was the MTV VMA Moon Man statue based on? And I'm Buzz. <laughs> That's right. I just thought that was funny. And Bean did tell a story again when he was sitting next to Buzz Aldrin in an airplane. <laughs> so it all comes full circle. Full circle. Well, and then didn't they have Buzz Aldrin call into the show after that? Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. And it went terribly. <laughs> yeah. This has been another episode of Quitters Never Give Up. Thanks for listening. You can find us on all the socials, and you can send us an email to quittersnevergiveup at gmail.com. Thanks, everyone. Yes, Optimus Prime. <laughs> I, uh, push it. Push <laughs> you got to hit the button, Ralph. Push it. Hold on a second. Push it. Okay, well, there we go. Okay. It's time to sing the song. That's what I was waiting for. There you go. It's
Eric FM, Pasadena, Los Angeles. Have a fantastic weekend, everybody. Sing it if you know it, Optimus Prime. Don't bogart the joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Don't bogart the joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. He's got uh, mad skills, doesn't he? Roll Right. <laughs> Sounds like it. Cat Corbett's up next. 40 minutes nonstop. K Rock, how about Tool? How about uh, Army of Me and their new one? Got Lincoln Park, Weezer, Pearl Jam, and more. Next on K Rock. Roll. Before you go, there's one thing you need to know, and that's I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC, and we're doing a story on adults who meet kids on the Internet for sex. So if there's anything else you'd like to tell us, we'd like to hear it. If not, you can walk out the door you came in. Man, this whole week's been terrible. I haven't felt this bad since Cheeky died. Man, I miss that monkey. All right, all right, all right. All right, stop that. That's just ridiculous. Cut that. Enough of that. Boo. Get out. Get out. Get out of the DJ booth. That's enough. So if you're confused about what I'm saying, listen very carefully. I quit this bitch.